Ho, ho, ho. This is Santa Claus wishing you a very wonderful holiday season on behalf of the Teach Me Tiger Girls. Ho, ho, ho. Since you've been very good listeners this year, here's a gift to you. A sneak peek of what the Tigers of Patreon get with each episode. Enjoy the enchanting Kimberly Murphy and Merry Christmas, Tigers! Ho, ho, ho! creeping our instagram oui, oui. and i love your tattoo of your dog so much oh, oh yeah. yeah it's That's so sweet an artist cute, in toronto were you montreal montreal like you went to see this person yeah for this tattoo this artist is really amazing her yeah. artwork is so cool and her fun instagram. yeah what's her instagram charlene battelle maybe okay i think We'll look it up and we'll put it on yeah. our don't quote me for feed that, feed for sure. facebook feed yeah so kim has this really great uh portrait stylized portrait of her dogs with a bunch of botanicals and it's really great and kind of like um i don't know it's like weird illustration-y yeah which i love yeah and because they were both from costa rica that's why they it's got the kind of tropical-y flowers nice. oh your dogs are from costa rica yeah cool how did you do that my little my little puppers one my friend found in the ditch oh <laughs> i know like hurt uh no it was just a whole litter um, on the side of the road. So she picked them up and brought them closer to town. And then, um, one ended up, mine ended up wiggling his way underneath her fence the next day, like really blocks apart from where she had left them. Yeah. So she called me. She's like, ah, I have a present for you. <laughs> you need to come over. And I was and like, you have uh, to take it. okay. And then she kind of put her hand out with this little tiny puppy. She's like, here you go. I'm like, uh, Oh, thanks. I was only like 20, so I'm like, oh, this is a big responsibility. Yeah. It but is. You did man. it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we made it. Yeah. yeah. He passed last year, but that was a good, he had a good long life. Both and you did. were able to like bring him over back to Canada? Yeah. Both of them had traveled probably more than most people I know. Yeah. Cool. But, um, I had him first and he traveled with me everywhere. And then we went back to Costa Rica and the next year, we were at a farmer's market and I found the other one. In Costa Rica. As yeah. Well. Yeah. So I ended up. So coming. what happened at the farmer's market? Well, of course, you go for fruits and vegetables and don't plan on going for a puppy, right? Yeah. But uh, there was this German woman that had this pen of street dogs that she was kind of nursing back to health. And I okay. spent like an hour playing with her and 
She was adorable. And she's like, oh, this guy's coming back for her. Like, we really want to give her to you, Kim, though, because you're going to go back to Canada and we know she'll have a good life. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but, you know, if he doesn't show up, we'll call you. So, yeah. and then they did. And he didn't come back. Yay. So I got, I got to keep her. Nice. And what are yeah. their names? Uh, Lilo and Pinta. Oh, yeah. That's your Instagram yeah. handle. That's my Instagram handle. Yeah. So that's how I know. Okay. Yeah. Well, since we're on dogs. Yeah. Tell me quickly about Rocky. <laughs> my stud. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about Is that it. your new dog? Yeah. Um, Rocky's my favorite name of all yeah, names. Obsessed I'm obsessed Rocky. with that. Name. Yeah, he's he. Well, he's part boxer. Of course um, he is. So His name's Rocky. Hence, he's Rocky Balboa for a reason. But um, we got him. He was from a rescue in Ottawa, and he was picked up from the pound in Quebec City. So his mom was picked up pregnant with his whole like litter, litter. and. She gave birth in the pound. Oh. Yeah. So he had a, a foster mom who's like his grandma, and she still sends him toys and, oh my God. and stuff in the mail. <laughs> That's so special. Yeah, it's really it cute. Is. So I send her photo updates of him, and and uh, <laughs> it's really adorable. She's really sweet. She lived like on the, uh, I guess, east side of Ottawa, like closer to Montreal. So, Yeah. Pretty sweet. So we we got him through like online and you apply and they basically pick you. You think you're picking the dog, but okay. they really make sure that you're the a, a good, good owner. Yeah. yeah. You can't right. just like go and like get a dog anymore. No. Yeah. No. I had to do that uh when we were getting Georgia. Yeah. I did apply online as well. Mm -hmm. And people are like, Well, you have kids, so I don't think that's a good idea or mm -hmm. you know, you don't mm -hmm. have a fence that closes all the way or like it's yeah. very specific yeah yeah so we got him and he's just he's pretty wonderful how old is he he just turned three okay still young yeah still a baby yeah he's still just very puppy-ish but, but he um, must be growing out of it by now Getting uh, there? No? Getting there. Eh, yeah. He kind of perked back up. Like, the summer was really hot, and I almost yeah. thought he was sick. Oh. And then as soon as the weather changed to cooler weather, he was like, game on. Ready to go. Yeah. Party. Ready party. Running party. up and down stairwells. Yeah. Right? Da -da -da. Yeah. Da -da -da. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So he's my running buddy, and... Um, he loved it because I work from home, so he gets to meet all my clients, and and he loves that. He cool. gets all the pets, all the time. All the pets, all yeah. the time. All the time. Oh, sweetie pie. Uh, tattooing. Oh, I can put my arms down now. This is what <laughs> I know. I'm really We're exercising. <laughs> get them up. I'm, get, I'm just exercising. I can't, you guys can't see me out there, but hands in the air. I'm doing so much exercising right now. <laughs> Woo, wow. You could almost that's call over. it sportsing. I've been sportsing. <laughs> I just did Sport 37 thing. crunches. Okay. We were going to talk about tattoos. Oh. Kim. Yes. I've noticed Darling. that you're, a, you're a, a woman who likes to get inked. Oh. You have some beautiful tattoos. I, I have been inked once or twice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The first one. I got was I was fifteen, Ooh, and just a baby, just a wee muffin. Did you have a fake ID? No, my mom gave it the <gasps> be okay. Cool wow. mom, be okay. Cool mom. 
yeah, her and my sister and I are all Cancerian uh, zodiac sign. And I was such a fan of Drew Barrymore. I got a, she has a butterfly underneath her belly button. I just like girl crush her. So I got the cancer symbol underneath my belly button. That was my first, very first tattoo. Yeah. That'd be an ouchy spot for a tattoo. It would. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, it's fleshy. So it's like, well, when you're 15, it's still very taut. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking about my belly after two babies. It's Ooh. pretty squishy. Like that would be hard for a tattoo artist to. to You'd like, really have to like stretch it out. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, and we were gonna ask since the last show was a tattoo episode, and mm. you're a healer. Mm. What are your tips and tricks for healing tattoos nicely? Oh, yeah. Jeez, you guys, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I always call my doctor about tattoos. (laughs) Doctor. Doctor. Well, with my experience Mm -hmm. is less is more. Less is more. Letting the air at it, Mm -hmm. keeping it clean, keeping Mm -hmm. it dry. Mm -hmm. Moisturized. Yeah, moisturized once it's like scabbed over. Because I'm such a a mer woman, I like I love swimming even if it's in the pool in the wintertime. So that's like the one hindrance. I'd probably just be getting tattooed all the time, but I'm like, mm-hmm. but then I can't swim. Yeah, right? my sister in law. Well, how long so do you not swim after you get a tattoo? Um they say they they I should know that. Whoever they are, they say ten days. Oh. Especially like if you're going into chlorinated water. Right. And then also just like it is an open wound. So yeah, if see, you're going to a public like, place. I would think that going swimming in the lake would be more dicey than chlorine. Maybe. For a tattoo because of infection. Ooh. Like getting shit in. Like don't go to Sharbet Lake in yeah, the middle of the summer. Beaver don't lice go in the- and you're freshening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've I've never taken heed of those warnings and I've always been fine so far. Knock on wood. Tattoo. But always listen to your tattooist and your doctor. Yeah, and your body, right? And your body. Yeah. Yeah. So do you find that you're able to sort of like stay truer to your own pace? You're working for yourself. You're kind of like hustling basically all the time because <laughs> you're doing so much oh, stuff so right and you're not like working for for someone else following like a regular for someone else isn't hustling week for schedule you. right or do you find because you hustle because <laughs> you're a hustler i'm a hustler baby yeah i'm really conscious of my own energy and how to use it and when i need to rest Mm-hmm. especially working one-on-one with people, mm-hmm. a lot of sick people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm working with people probably often at the most vulnerable. So it takes a lot of effort and energy on my part to like hold that space mm-hmm. for them, right? So I have, I think now incorporated like my South and Central American ways of like the long siesta in the afternoon. Yeah, good. <laughs> like I'm a morning person. So I get up super early with my dog. Right. We run, you know, I, I do what I need to do, even if that's like just listening to a podcast and drinking coffee or whatever it is for self-care from for me. Mm-hmm. And then I'll treat a couple of clients in the morning, have a long lunch so I can, again, like go out into nature or do whatever I need to do, pay bills, whatever, you know? Yeah. 
And then I'll have a couple more clients probably in the afternoon and evening, like once the, you know, the most, the masses that work nine to five usually want to get treatments when they're done work. Right. Do you ever work with people remotely? Because like, Okay, so obviously people in Perth can come and physically see you, but if someone's listening to this and they're in like, I don't know, uh, BC. the United Kingdom. United oh. Kingdom, wow. That's far. I'm pretty sure. No, are... there are. There are people in the UK yes. listening to this. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God, I'm all acclimated. <laughs> um, but, but, but if someone is listening who's not local... You know, like how do they? What if they're interested in this kind of work and they're not around here? Can you do remote work? They, or, or they can fly me over. <laughs> <laughs> I would be happy to travel. They could put me up, and I will work on them. I mean, I can do over the phone work as far as my skill set goes. I can pick up a lot with people over the phone or maybe like FaceTime or something like live where I can see somebody. We can Mm -hmm. do like sessions that way. I don't usually because the body's such a a good way to tell like what's happening. And then it's tricky to charging money, like even just for yourself. You are a business. You have to survive. You have to buy fucking groceries and pay your rent. So yeah, absolutely. It's hard sometimes. I bet to find that happy medium of like charging money for healing work can be yeah, tricky. Yeah. Sorting it out. I think, um, I mean, I'd never, I mean, I don't never, I never want to say never, but I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't turn anyone away. Like if somebody's suffering, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not gonna be like, I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> yeah. like, I can't. No. no. If it's just about finances, like that's, crazy to me um so i've done like sliding scale mm-hmm. for people. trade do you yeah trade? i do lots of trades yeah i love trades, which is great um because it should be accessible you know to mm-hmm. feel good and to heal it should be accessible for people like um yeah because it can get super pricey but there definitely does have to be some kind of exchange i think right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah of course um to make it kind of work. I, there was a, a time years ago, like in Perth, but it was a while ago where a couple of massage therapists got together and there was a woman going through cancer treatments that couldn't afford regular treatment. So we took turns between oh, all the therapists. So, cool. so she could, so it was like, I treated her maybe twice. Yeah. Um, and she probably got treated like, I don't know, eight times or something, yeah. or 10 times between all of us. But so it was nice. Like you're sharing the load with other, mm-hmm. with other therapists, mm-hmm. which, cool. which is kind of cool. Collective work is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's key for sure. For sure. Huh. Do you know anyone around here who does tea leaf readings? Oh, um, where did I see that? Or anything like that. Yeah, like Sarah's been following 
You, yeah. you should tell maybe what you've been following. Go ahead. Okay, I talked too much for you. Sarah's been following a tattoo artist on Instagram who's hooking up with a tarot card reader. Her name's Sparkle Brows. Offering like <laughs> a like a, a session where she does an hour long ish tattoo and then you have an hour long tarot card mm-hmm. reading. At the same time. Isn't that fucking brilliant? That's magical. So, so we were trying to think like how does Sarah copy it without copying it? Gotcha. Yeah. That's true. But I but we were I was just thinking anything because Zoe Lianga yes. at the Cordwood Studio yes. has expressed her uh, excitement to have me come and tattoo there cool and then our friend patchy owl mm-hmm. who was a guest recently mm-hmm. has expressed that he would love to tattoo with me if we had like a kind of a collective situation cool and then i was thinking we get like a healer of some kind or you know like even getting um getting reiki done or getting energy right. work done while you're getting post i want to do that right yes yes Yes. Like you want to do the energy yeah. work? Yeah. Yes. And yes. Also, I bet you want to have it done to you, though. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah. We need to. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. All different kinds of work. <laughs> like I want to yeah. just like healing collective. What's the What's the thing Greg said? Tattoo collective ink project. I don't know. Fucking know. <laughs> That's a lot of work. But now know. it's just the tip. No, yeah. <laughs> so I've named my tattoo company just the tip. Just. Just the tip tattoos. Just tip. Just yeah. the tip. Uh, yeah, that's really that's really exciting. Let's talk after the podcast. <laughs> All right. So, do you have any recommendations for how someone could find someone kind of like you in their area if they're not from around here? How do you find a good healer? How do you find a good healer? I think. Um, it's important to feel comfortable mm-hmm. with the person and the boundaries are really clear, um, with that person. Like you don't want to get into like a, like a re-traumatizing kind of experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Often people are very vulnerable potentially. Yeah. And if they're looking outside of themselves for help or healing or a teacher or something like that, you mm-hmm. want to make sure that person's like the right person for you, but also um, it's not like a power over kind of situation because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. could be bad. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's just different, different ways. Like I think, you know, just straight counseling is really great. Yeah. And if you've talked it out a million times and you're still stuck, then maybe getting body work and just kind of right. following following your gut. <laughs> has, has, hopefully that takes you to the right person. Yeah. There aren't enough Kims to go around. There isn't. The entire world. Gosh, You'd be like Santa Claus. And we, I mean, ugh, yeah. Ooh. It, it's questionable whether he's legit or not. Right. Or she. Yeah. They. They. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's important. I mean, that's where you get into sort of the, the dicey, dark, gray area of esoteric healing and those like, come get your palms red and like, you know, like there's obviously uh, a, a business to quote unquote, like (laughs) to, to these things too. So, and like disingenuous, like we experienced a really disingenuous shaman in Peru. 
Really? Yeah. And it was like, you know, easy for us to spot, but they're working at at reeling in tourists and like, oh, let's do the, do ayahuasca, we can do the, da, 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 and, you know, pushing their wares, so to speak, which is kind of shady. Super shady. Yeah. You have to sing karaoke. What song do you pick? Oh, shit. I have the tiger. Hello. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you give us a little bit? Um, the tiger. Thrill of the fight. I mean, that seems dun, appropriate. Dun, dun, dun. Who's that by? Dun, 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 dun. Is it? Yeah. You need to Google that. Eye of the Tiger is a song composed by American rock band Survivor. Oh. oh that's not what I thought. No. It was released Survivor? as a single from their third album of the same name, Eye of the Tiger, and was also the theme song for the film Rocky Three. No! Yeah. The front door. There you go. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That's mine, I think. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. And to gain access to all of the bonus content from each episode, you can join Patreon for as little as two bucks a month and... We'll send you some stuff if you pay five bucks a month. Check it out. Thank you. Merry Christmas.